Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings, from premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts. Start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. G'day, Mike Hussey here, but you can call me Mr. Supercoach. KFC Supercoach BBL is back and there's 25 grand up for grabs. So what are you waiting for? Play today at supercoach.com.au. T's and C's apply. New South Wales authorisation number TP slash 01005. Welcome to the Macca's Run with Sam Hargraves. For Macca's, juicy Angus beef and the lot. Dine in and try the Aussie Angus at Macca's today. Good evening. Welcome to the Macca's Run. Jordan Canellis with you here. It's a Tuesday night on SEN, filling in for Sam Hargraves, who will be back right before the start of the footy season. A little break for uh, Sammy before the footy gets back underway, which is understandable. We've all had one. I just came off the back of mine. Uh, But good to be here with you on this Tuesday night. Um, Talking all things sport, wrapping up the news and having your say on the news of the day. And, well, the news of the last couple of minutes um, in the football world is uh, regarding Braden Maynard, who took his uh, MRO uh, charge to the tribunal tonight to challenge a two-game suspension that was handed to him by the MRO, and it has been upheld by the tribunal. So they have not looked favourably upon his challenge, Braden Maynard, and he will miss the first two games of the season for the Pies. His uh, attempt to spoil uh, coming over the top of Daniel Lloyd in the uh, Amy Community Series match against the Giants um, was uh, was met with high contact, high impacts, and and careless uh, conduct from Braden Maynard, and the uh, the tribunal uh, decided to uphold and uh, and stay with the two game suspension for Maynard. So he will miss the first two games of the season for the Pies. Collingwood fans, zero four double three ninety eight eleven sixteen. If you'd like to send us a text on the Temper text machine, Temper a mattress like no other, or you can give us a call at one three hundred seven three six seven three six. Your thoughts on Braden Maynard. Should it have been reduced? Should it have been brought down to one or brought down to zero, if that's the belief that you hold? Or are you comfortable? Uh, comfortable enough, I suppose. No one really wants to see their players suspended, but comfortable enough with the two-game suspension for Braden Maynard. So that breaking news in just the uh, the last couple of minutes is uh, Braden Maynard will miss the first two games of the season for the Pies after the Tribunal decided to stick with the two-game suspension that was charged to him by the MRO. It was international, well, it still is International Women's Day today and will be for a couple more hours as we go into tomorrow and it reaches March 8 around the other side of the world. Uh, and we've had a good dis- good discussion today across our different programs on women's sports. Um, Andy Marr and Andrew Gaze talking about the best female athletes you've seen, women or girls even, because there have been plenty of athletes who have been uh, under 18, for example. There are a couple you can think of right now in the uh, in the Matildas squad, for example, young Mary Fowler, just 17 years old and scoring goals at the Olympics. So women and girls, the most significant impact women's sport has had on you or women in your life, one three hundred seven three six seven three six. If you'd like to give us a call, or zero four double three ninety eight eleven sixteen. There's been a handful in just the last year or two, really, that have been really significant moments in women's sport uh, that have impacted uh, us all positively and impacted the community positively as well. Just to peel off, maybe the most obvious one from the last two years was the MCG when it was uh, filled 
pretty much to the brim for the Women's T20 World Cup final, which Australia won. That was just about the last hurrah that we had in sport before COVID struck us. and We were all sent into uh, into lockdown and quarantine. It felt like a landmark moment in not just Australian sport, but also women's sport globally that night at the MCG. One of the largest stadiums in the world being filled for a major women's sporting final made us all aware of what we can achieve now in women's sport, but also gave us a glimpse into into what we can see in the future and you know, fingers crossed, it's it's the near future, not the far future, in, in what we can do on a regular basis. Um, when when passion is is driven and uh, women's sport is funded and promoted properly, that was a landmark moment in women's sport. So uh, moments in in sport, it can be a team, it can be an athlete, it can be a a moment in time that impacted you or impacted maybe the women in your life around you. Zero four double three ninety eight eleven sixteen. If you want to send in a text, one three hundred seven three six seven three six to give us a call. Uh, but the breaking news: Braden Maynard's two-game suspension uh, being upheld, so he will miss the first two games for the Pies in the home and away season, which gets underway next week. And Tony is with us in Craigieburn to chat about uh, Braden Maynard. Your thoughts, Tony? Welcome to the show. Uh, look, yeah, first off, great show, mate. Well done. Really enjoying your show. Um, look, I think that's ridiculous. I mean, seriously, what are we playing? I mean, you can't even call it netball because netball's got more contact than AFL. <laughs> he, he he clearly was going for the ball. He made the ball his objective. To say it was, yeah, you know, it was, yeah, it was probably high because he got him in the head, but he didn't get con- concussed because he hit him in the head. He got concussed because he hit the ground. And uh, it's, it's just bizarre. Even Kruger's one. I mean, what was he supposed to do? He's defending himself. He's the one that came on second best and he's got concussed. So... AFL's gone crazy, I'll tell you what. And, you know, it's it just doesn't hit him. I don't know. I just It's just hard to understand. Like, what is the backman supposed to do? Mm. If their objective is to punch the ball, um, it's incidental contact. Yeah. I mean, it's just, I don't know. I'm just dumbfounded. I'm sorry. But, yeah, it's just frustrating. I guess under the criteria, Tony, the, the AFL and the MRO can defend their, uh, their decision because with the the conduct being labelled careless, if, if that's going to be a criteria that they can judge these actions on, well, then they've kind of given themselves a safety net, haven't they? They can quite comfortably call that action careless, even though he had intent to go for the ball and not the player. And yes, it was incidental, I agree, but there's that kind of that safety net in the MRO is, well, it's careless, so we can still apply him to the criteria and, and, and spit out a two-game result. And the fact that he's also got a zero record doesn't even come into consideration. But, um, you know, I don't know. Are we just going to rub out? And then we've got other players that probably would do that during the season. Um, it's only because we're, we're highlighting it at the moment in a practice, a glorified practice match, that mm. um, it gets noticed more. And uh, it's just, yeah, I don't know. I'd, look, um, I will say my allegiance. My allegiance is with the Pies, obviously. But um, even if it, even if I was, you know, I wasn't bracketed for calling, would I mean this? You can't you can't just run guys out for stuff like that. That's that's. I mean, we're going to have forwards just grabbing marks and and defenders being worried that they're going to get suspended if they miss the ball with their punches. I mean, that's just ridiculous. Here's one: Do you think players should get suspended at all in preseason matches? Or maybe, or maybe the the because uh, obviously you can't have no you can't have anarchy where, where players can do anything and, and start punching on with one another with no repercussions. So maybe. Maybe a half, you know, like the grand final used to be double penalty, maybe a half penalty in pre-season matches? 
or even a suspended sentence, really. I mean, yeah. it, it, depends, it depends how serious it is. I mean, we don't want, like you said, we don't want people going around knocking blocks out, knocking blocking blokes out because it's just a practice match. You know, we don't want even someone even up scores from Correct. previous seasons and that sort of stuff. But mm. I mean, you've got to be sensible about it too. I mean, if it's you know, if it's a, like in Maynard's case, the guy never been suspended in his life, and he's he's copping two weeks. Yet it's you now it's a practice match, and you know, it might be a little bit more clumsy in a practice match than you would be in a proper season. But um, don't know. I, look, I would have been happy if he got a suspended sentence, like most. You know, unless you know, but I don't know. I don't make the rules, I guess. But um, worth worth a look at, I guess. I appreciate the point of view, Tony. Thank you, mate. Have a good night, mate. All the best. You too, Tony from Craigie Burn. One three hundred seven three six seven three six. If you'd like to give us, whoops! If you'd like to give us a call as well, I almost knocked the microphone off its stand. Maynard is lucky to get just two weeks. Didn't look uh, good. Awful look. AFL wants to set the example and won't back down. That's from Dean uh, off the text. Uh, Paul says what Maynard did. Wasn't at the ball. If Lloyd hadn't have missed the ball, Maynard wouldn't have touched it. Not many players use a round arm to spoil. He's lucky he only got two. The only reason Lloyd hit his head on the ground was because Maynard hit his head and tipped him horizontal, says Paul. Um, there was one down beneath here. There it is. Jordan, imagine if a player flying for a mark knees a player in the head causing a concussion. Is he liable? It would be argued that it is a quote-unquote football act. Surely... Uh, so is a spoil that hits the ball first, or am I missing something? Bump is different. The AFL have made that clear, and uh, a couple a couple others that I saw flying through saying Maynard was lucky to get two. So some people going in the other direction and saying that maybe he should have um, should have been suspended a little more. Uh, and on the topic of the most significant impacts a, a women's sporting event has had on you on this International Women's Day, Kathy Freeman's gold at the 2000 Olympic Games has uh, come through a couple of times. Kathy Freeman winning gold on the track was possibly the greatest. Um, yeah, but very belatedly, I'll, I will own up. I watched that uh, Freeman documentary from the ABC months later, and that was only a few, well, about a month or two ago. So came out mid last year or autumn last year. So it's been almost a full 12 months since it actually was released, but I watched it and I was, um, yeah, it was incredible. And having... Um, Kathy Freeman uh, using her voice today to describe what happened 20 years ago was was um, spine tingling, and I, I'm very impressed at how. I mean, probably uh, maybe I'm more impressed than what I should be because it's obviously the biggest one of the biggest moments of her life. But she remembers it very vividly. So 20 years ago, but yeah, obviously the biggest moment of her certainly her career anyway. Um, and she's able to recall. Well, was able to recall in the documentary very fine details, very vividly, and I found that really, really fascinating. So, the uh, the Freeman documentary on uh, ABC iView was um, was a good watch. Um, uh, Jackie Narricott at the Winter Olympics uh, skeleton is as inspirational as the Jamaican bobsled team. Absolutely awesome. You know what? I agree with that. That was that was just about my favourite medal from the Winter Olympics. I watched uh, a fair bit of it, not every single moment, but I watched pretty much all the Aussie moments. Um, at the Winter Games, and the Narricot medal came from nowhere, which made it more satisfying. As great as Jakara Anthony winning gold in the Moguls was, and Tess Cody on the slopes, no one had really spoken about Jackie Narricot. She had won a World Cup event in St. Moritz a few months earlier, um, so she had form. She was well; that was the last event in the in the skeleton before the Winter Games. So, really, she was the most informed uh, uh, women's uh, skeleton competitor going into the Olymp- into the Olympics and that came from nowhere to win the 
uh, to win the the bronze medal, wasn't it? So I, I quite like that one. I quite like that. A couple others. Um, one for the round ball fans, and I'll always stick up for football fans, the, the soccer uh, code here on SEN, the Women's Football World Cup coming to Australia in and New Zealand in 2023. It's well, Yesterday was the 500-day mark, 500 days to go until the World Cup is played in Australia and New Zealand, the Women's FIFA World Cup. Hopefully, that event can have as similar an impact as what the Cricket World Cup did earlier, uh, the, uh, earlier uh, in 2020, um, in that it, it showcases, A, Australia's great sporting infrastructure, uh, our great passion for sports, our growing, uh, steadily, sometimes slowly growing footballing landscape. I'm a football fan, but even football fans are very aware of the stagnation of soccer in Australia and the, the different hurdles it's had to jump at times. But hopefully it, it has a similar impact. It probably, being realistic, it might not stick as well as cricket has because football is, well, cricket's a more popular sport than, than soccer and um, and it's just more part of the Aussie culture. But uh, hopefully if the Matildas, and also in that the Matildas aren't top-level favourites like like the Australian women's cricket team was for their respective World Cup. But I'm hoping it has a similar effect. The World Cup, the Women's World Cup is probably one of the fastest growing women's sporting events in the world. Thinking back to, I reckon I watched the 2011 Women's World Cup and that was, you know, that was a decent event. The 2015 Women's World Cup exploded into a, a different different dimension. It was it was far more popular. And then again in 2019, it was it was huge even at that stage, and it's just grown so quickly. So we're really catching women's football at the best time uh, to have the World Cup held here in Australia and New Zealand uh, for next year. So hopefully that we can be adding this event in 12 months or just, just over 12 months to this list of significant um, women's sporting events uh, to impact our lives and the lives of, uh, of the women in our lives. Zero four double three ninety eight eleven sixteen to send us a text. You can give us a call, one 736 736 The Mac has run on SEN. Get tonight's dinner sorted at your local Macca's drive-thru. The Macca's run with you this Tuesday night. Jordan Canellis in the chair. Nine games for the price of three. Westernbulldogs.com.au slash SEN. Jump on to grab your membership deal. one 736 736 Barry from Eltham has given us a call to talk about uh, women's sport and also the news of Braden Maynard tonight, who will, confirmed, miss two games to start the season. The tribunal ruled that uh, the two-game charge was sufficient, so two games out for Braden Maynard. Barry, welcome to the show. G'day, Jordan. Uh, uh, I just wanted to talk about uh, the female athletes. Mm-hmm. Is, is the oh, your phone line's a little bit choppy there, Barry. We, we might... Uh, yeah, we'll send you back and try and get you back on. I know you want to chat about Kathy Freeman, which I just heard there in the background. A couple of text messages while we wait for Barry to jump back on. Um, firstly, the cricket. So we're going to join from the second session. So we'll be joining the uh, the team in Pakistan in about ten minutes from now. So we're not we're not uh, uh, shafting the cricket whatsoever. We will be there in a matter of moments. But they've just taken the lunch break, and Pakistan currently none for seventy six. Abdullah Shafiq on thirty three, not out. Imam Al Haq. On 40, Australia were dismissed for uh, all out for 459. So Pakistan had about a uh, what's that a 17 run lead at the first innings change. None for 76 currently. Pakistan they lead by 93 runs. Barry, let's try again. How are you going? Yeah, good mate. Uh, just with re- re- regard to Maynard, I haven't seen seen the event, but 
to me, the AFL, uh, it's sort of a politically correct scenario. To me, intent is is really what it's about. Mm -hmm. And uh, it's probably difficult to decide about that. So they've come up with these rules, one, two, three, four, five. But uh, intent, to me, should be uh, what it's all about. But anyway, uh, moving on, um, the greatest moment for a female athlete you know, Benny Cuthbert back in the 50s, Kathy Freeman, uh, what we don't really uh, grasp is the pressure she was under, I think, at that moment to win that event. And so uh, she's my uh, number one moment in female ath- athletics in this country. Yeah, good call. Barry, thank you very much. Yeah, the, I, the, the pressure the pressure was from... was from... It was a range of different... Uh, elements that were putting pressure on Kathy Freeman. It was firstly, it was the the rivalry with uh, with Perec from France, who had been the dominant runner at the 400 meter level, the 400 meter distance for a couple of years, and was uh, one of the or was the reigning champion from Atlanta, the the, the Olympiad earlier. Um, so that was that, and that that ended up being really a non-issue because Perec ended up um, uh, well in the four four year span between Atlanta and Sydney ended up sort of fading away had a couple of injuries and then didn't even go to well went to Sydney and then fled before the before the event started but then obviously the pressure of being in your home country uh, wanting to do this this being your chance Kathy can you do it you were the uh, the 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 torch uh, lighter the flame lighter at the uh, at the the opening ceremony so there was uh, which is very rare for a, a current athlete to actually light the torch at the games uh, opening ceremony, so there was all those sorts of pressures on her, and uh, and yeah, she did it, did it incredibly well. The sort of forget just the the exact winning margin that she had, which was which was ultimately very impressive. A couple of text messages before we uh, head out. Um, this is the first uh, first test of the AFL's stance on head high contact, and I'm glad they didn't back down. Says Dave in uh, was that Morinbar. Uh, Maynard looks at Lloyd as he spoils. Uh, and uh, and not the ball should have gone for four plus, and uh, Collingwood fan um, stupid to challenge should have used a straight fist at the ball, not a locked arm swing back, uh, cheap snipe like he did. Lucky not to get four. Says one off the text as well. That's it for the Maccas run tonight. Nine games for the price of three. WesternBulldogs.com.au/sen. We'll be heading in a couple of moments to Pakistan to Rawalpindi, where Australia. And Pakistan are competing in the final day of the first test. Pakistan none for 76. It's the lunch break at the moment. Adam Collins, our chief commentator, will pick up the coverage next on SEN. Good night. Want to witness the world's biggest football game? Head to iCanWin.com.au. Predict Australia's score with a crystal ball. And it could be you and a friend at the FIFA World Cup Qatar 2022 semifinals. All thanks to McDonald's. Maccas, together and loving it. TNCs apply.